in a universe where stars had long since faded into memory. The last sun, a dimming orb of red and orange, fought against the encroaching darkness. Its flickering light cast long, haunting shadows across the desolate landscapes of a weary planet in its orbit. This world, once teeming with life, now stood on the brink of oblivion. Its oceans had dried up, its lands barren, and its skies a perpetual twilight. The inhabitants of this dying planet, a civilization that had once reached the peaks of technological and cultural achievements, now faced their inevitable demise. Their cities, vast and towering, were now tombs of their former greatness, standing silently as monuments to a fate they could not escape. The streets were empty, as if its people were already ghosts, haunting the remnants of their once glorious world. In the heart of the largest city, a group of scientists gathered, their faces etched with determination and the weight of a final, desperate plan. They had watched their sun diminish, taking with it the hope of their people. But within the confines of their most advanced laboratory, a daring idea had taken shape, a final gambit against the dying of the light. This team, the last of the planet's great minds, had developed a technology that defied the very laws of nature. After years of secret research spurred by the impending doom, they had created a machine capable of sending consciousness back through the river of time. This was not mere travel through space, but an audacious leap into the past. Their goal was as monumental as it was fraught with uncertainty, to send their consciousness back to pivotal moments in their history, to rewrite the events that led to their son's demise. The theory was complex, involving the manipulation of temporal energies and the projection of their mental essence across the fabric of time itself. The machine they had built was a marvel, a structure of metal and light, pulsing with the energy harnessed from the dying embers of their star. It was their arc, a vessel for their minds to voyage into the past. Each scientist knew the risks. There was no guarantee of return, no assurance of success. The process could fracture their minds, scatter them across the eons like dust in the wind. But the alternative was to watch their world, their history, their very existence fade into nothingness. As the last sun continued its slow descent into darkness, the scientists prepared for their journey. One by one, they entered the machine, their bodies left behind as their consciousness hurtled backward through time, racing against the dying light of their last sun. Their mission was clear, change the past to save their future. But in their hearts, they knew the journey would be fraught with perils unforeseen, and the cost of tampering with time could be as devastating as the darkness they sought to escape. The initial experiment was set against a backdrop of desperation and fading hope. Inside the laboratory, a hum of machinery filled the air, the time machine standing at its centre. The first group of volunteers, a mix of scientists and brave souls from the population, stood ready, their expressions a mix of fear and resolve. As the machine whirred to life, its core glowing with an unearthly light, the air crackled with raw, untamed energy. The volunteers were positioned in a circle around the machine, connected to it by a web of cables and electrodes. 
Their eyes closed, they braced themselves for the unknown journey. The moment the activation switch was thrown, the room was engulfed in blinding light. The machine vibrated violently, its energy pulsating like a living thing. The volunteers' bodies twitched and jerked as their consciousnesses were ripped from the present, thrust backward through the swirling vortex of time. The process, however, was far from stable. The machine, strained to its limits, emitted a high-pitched whine that filled the room. Technicians and scientists, their faces tense, monitored the readouts, which flickered erratically. Then, as suddenly as it had begun, the machine powered down, its light dimming. The volunteers slumped to the floor, unconscious. The room was silent, save for the labored breathing of the returned travelers and the soft hum of cooling machinery. As the volunteers were revived, it became clear that the experiment had unforeseen consequences. Some did not return at all, their consciousnesses lost to the vast expanse of time. Others came back changed. Their eyes held a haunted look, their minds fractured by the experience. They spoke in disjointed sentences, their memories jumbled, their sense of reality altered. Despite these alarming outcomes, the urgency of their dying world drove the scientists to continue. They worked feverishly to stabilize the process, to understand the complexities and dangers of time travel. Each subsequent trial was a gamble, a balance between the hope of altering their doomed history and the risk of losing more volunteers to the unpredictable whims of time. The project, named Kronos Initiative, became a symbol of their last stand against extinction. As the sun continued its inevitable descent into darkness, the experiment pressed on, each trial a mix of chaos and hope. The volunteers, hailed as heroes by their people, continued to step forward, each driven by a mix of duty and the desperate desire to save their world. But with each journey back in time, the fabric of their reality grew thinner, the consequences of their actions more unpredictable. The experiment, born of necessity, had set them on a path filled with uncertainty and peril, a journey into the unknown realms of time and the human mind. After numerous trials and adjustments, the Kronos Initiative achieved its first significant breakthrough. A team of volunteers successfully navigated the treacherous currents of time and altered a pivotal moment in their planet's history. The mission targeted a critical scientific discovery from centuries past, one that had inadvertently hastened the decay of their sun. The volunteers, their minds fortified against the ravages of time travel, arrived in the past with a singular goal. They discreetly introduced a subtle yet crucial modification to the scientific theory that had led to the over-exploitation of their sun's energy. The change was minute but profound, a mere tweak in a complex equation, but it rippled through time, altering the course of their history. When the team returned, the world they came back to was different in ways both subtle and stark. The sun, once a dimming ember in the sky, now burned with a renewed vigor. Its light was stronger, its life extended by centuries. The planet, on the brink of extinction, found itself granted a reprieve. The initial wave of celebration, however, was short-lived. 
As the scientists analyzed the new timeline, a horrifying discovery was made. Their intervention had unintended consequences. A black hole, long dormant and unnoticed in the fabric of their galaxy, had been awakened by the changes in their star's energy output. The black hole, a maw of darkness and gravitational force, began to consume nearby star systems with a voracious appetite. It moved inexorably closer to their solar system, its presence an ominous shadow cast across their newfound hope. The civilization, still reeling from the discovery of their extended survival, now faced a new, more terrifying threat. The black hole's approach was slow, but inevitable. Star systems in its path were obliterated, entire worlds and civilizations swallowed by its insatiable hunger. Panic spread across the planet as the reality of the situation became clear. The scientists of the Kronos Initiative, once celebrated as saviors, now faced the backlash of their actions. Accusations flew, debates raged, and the fear of impending doom settled heavily on the population. Amid this chaos, the scientists struggled to find a solution. Their time travel technology, once seen as a tool for salvation, was now a double-edged sword. Each intervention in the past had the potential to create new disasters, yet doing nothing meant certain destruction by the encroaching black hole. The leaders of the civilization convened, faced with an impossible choice. Continue the time interventions with the risk of causing more harm or seek another way to confront the black hole, a threat beyond their current understanding. The Kronos Initiative became a harbinger of chaos. With the black hole's threat looming, more missions were hastily planned, each seeking to counteract the unintended consequences of the previous interventions. The scientists, driven by a mix of fear and desperation, launched these missions with less caution, prioritizing speed over precision. As each team returned, they brought with them a new reality, altered in unforeseen ways. The ripple effects of their interventions cascaded through time, creating a tapestry of outcomes, each more unpredictable and often worse than the last. One mission, aimed at diverting the black hole's path, resulted in the premature collapse of a neighboring star, sending a wave of deadly radiation across nearby systems. Another attempt to stabilize their own sun led to a drastic change in the planet's climate, triggering extreme weather patterns and natural disasters. With every change in the past, the present became increasingly unstable. The societal structures, already strained by the impending doom of the black hole, began to fracture under the weight of constant, unpredictable changes. Governments struggled to maintain order as their policies and decisions were rendered obsolete with each shift in reality. The population, once united in their support for the Kronos Initiative, grew divided. Some clung to the hope that time travel could still save them, while others saw it as the cause of their spiralling downfall. Protests and riots broke out in major cities, and factions formed, each advocating for different solutions to their plight. The scientists themselves were not immune to the turmoil. As the reality they knew kept changing, so did their memories and experiences. Some began to question their own sanity, their minds burdened by conflicting recollections of different timelines. Others became obsessed with finding a perfect timeline, convinced that the right change could fix everything. Meanwhile, 
The black hole continued its relentless approach, a constant reminder of the looming disaster. The once celebrated time machine, now seen as a symbol of their hubris, stood at the center of a society tearing itself apart. As the cascading consequences of the time interventions became increasingly apparent, a significant portion of the population began to voice their dissent. This group, emerging from the chaos and uncertainty, coalesced into a formidable resistance movement. They called themselves the Temporal Guardians, a collective determined to halt the reckless manipulation of time. The Temporal Guardians were a diverse coalition, comprising scientists who had once worked on the Kronos Initiative, civilians whose lives had been upended by the shifting realities, and even former volunteers who had experienced the horrors of fractured time firsthand. They were united by a common belief that the continuous tampering with time had caused more harm than good, and that it needed to stop before it led to irreversible damage. Their arguments were compelling. With each intervention, the fabric of reality grew more strained, the outcomes more unpredictable. What had started as a noble endeavor to save their civilization had devolved into a dangerous game with existence itself as the stakes. The Guardians pointed to the collapsing societal structures, the fragmented memories of the population, and the growing sense of disarray as evidence of the detrimental impact of time travel. Tensions escalated as the Guardians began organizing rallies and demonstrations, calling for the immediate cessation of the Kronos Initiative. Their protests, initially peaceful, grew in intensity as the government and the remaining proponents of time travel dismissed their concerns. The pro-time travel faction, consisting of those still clinging to hope that the initiative could rectify the situation, countered the Guardian's protests with their own demonstrations. They argued that abandoning the time interventions was equivalent to surrendering to their fate, be it the black hole's annihilation or another unforeseen disaster. This group, though dwindling in numbers, held significant influence, particularly among those who had not directly experienced the adverse effects of the altered timelines. As the ideological divide deepened, conflicts erupted. Peaceful rallies turned into violent clashes. The streets of major cities became battlegrounds, with supporters and opponents of time travel facing off in a struggle that mirrored the larger battle over their reality. The government, already destabilized by the shifting realities, found it increasingly difficult to maintain order. Law enforcement was stretched thin, often finding themselves caught between enforcing the law and sympathizing with the protesters' demands. The leadership, some of whom had personal stakes in the continuation of the Kronos Initiative, was reluctant to shut down the project, leading to accusations of corruption and self-interest. The resistance movement, growing bolder and more organized, started targeting the time travel facilities. Their aim was to shut down the machine to prevent any further missions. These attacks were met with fierce resistance from security forces and pro-time travel activists, leading to intense confrontations. As the planet teetered on the edge of civil war, the core question remained. Should they continue to manipulate time in the hopes of finding a solution, or accept their current reality 
and face the consequences of their past actions. The struggle between the Temporal Guardians and the proponents of the Cronus Initiative reflected a deeper conflict, one of human nature versus the uncontrollable forces of time and reality. In their quest to control their fate, they had unleashed a turmoil that now threatened to tear their world apart. The relentless pursuit of time interventions had reached a critical point, tearing at the very fabric of reality. The Kronos Initiative, despite the growing resistance and internal conflict, had continued its operations, driven by a mix of desperation and dwindling hope. This persistence led to an unprecedented phenomenon, the fracturing of reality into parallel worlds. Each intervention in the past no longer just altered their present. It spawned distinct, parallel versions of their world, each with its own unique history and outcomes. These parallel worlds existed simultaneously, overlapping and intertwining with their own in ways that defied understanding. The consequences of this fracturing were both surreal and devastating. People began to experience memories of lives they had never lived, echoes of their existence in these parallel worlds. These memories would come suddenly, often without warning, manifesting as vivid flashbacks. A person could be walking down a familiar street, only to be assaulted by a memory of a life where that street never existed, or where their own choices had led them down a vastly different path. This phenomenon led to widespread confusion and fear. Individuals struggled to discern which memories were real and which belonged to an alternate version of themselves. The boundaries between the self and the other, reality and possibility, began to blur. People reported feeling disoriented, unable to trust their own minds. Relationships were strained as individuals grappled with memories of different interactions with their loved ones, some warm and others painful. The scientists of the Kronos Initiative, already under immense pressure, found themselves facing a new crisis. Their technology, designed to alter their own past, had inadvertently tapped into the multiverse, the infinite realm of possible histories. They had intended to rewrite their history, but instead they had fractured it into countless possibilities. As the situation deteriorated, the resistance against the time interventions grew stronger. The temporal guardians, witnessing the chaos caused by the fractured realities, intensified their efforts to stop the Kronos Initiative. They argued that the continuous creation of parallel worlds was unsustainable and was leading to a mental and existential crisis for their civilization. Government officials, who had initially supported the time interventions, began to waver in their stance. The societal implications of a population besieged by conflicting realities were too severe to ignore. Law enforcement and public services were overwhelmed. Trying to manage a society where people's perceptions of reality were fundamentally misaligned. Amid this turmoil, a new dilemma emerged. Even if the time interventions were stopped, the existing parallel realities persisted. The challenge was no longer just about preventing further fracturing, but also about how to reconcile with the existing multitude of worlds that had been created. In the midst of the chaos wrought by the fractured realities, a new plan emerged from within the ranks of the Kronos Initiative. This plan, radical and risky, 
aimed to stabilize the fragmented reality by undoing all the changes made through time interventions. The theory was to reset the timeline to its original state before the first intervention, in a bid to consolidate the splintered realities into a single, coherent timeline. The architects of this plan were a group of scientists who had been at the forefront of the time travel project. They argued that the only way to halt the continuing disintegration of reality was to perform a hard reset, a complete reversal of all the changes made. This mission, however, was not without its detractors. Within the ranks of the Kronos Initiative and the broader society, there were factions that had benefited from the altered timelines. Certain groups had gained political power, wealth, or personal advantages in these new realities. These beneficiaries formed a powerful opposition, determined to maintain the status quo that favoured them. They wielded their influence to hinder the reset mission, launching a campaign of misinformation and political manoeuvring to undermine the effort. The situation was further complicated by the presence of the Temporal Guardians, who, while opposed to the continuous tampering with time, were sceptical of the reset plan. They feared that another major intervention could worsen the situation, potentially leading to an even greater catastrophe. As the mission's preparation advanced, it became a race against time and enemies from within. The team responsible for the reset had to work in secrecy, aware that any leak of their plan could lead to sabotage. They fortified their facility, a fortress of science in a world torn by the conflicting realities. The mission's technical challenges were daunting. The team had to calculate the exact series of interventions needed to reverse the effects of all previous time travels, a task akin to untangling a knot of infinite complexity. The machine itself required modifications, upgrades to handle the unprecedented scale of the task. As the day of the mission approached, tensions reached a boiling point. The opposition factions launched a series of attacks to disrupt the mission, from hacking attempts to physical assaults on the facility. The scientists and their allies had to defend their project not just intellectually but physically. In the midst of this turmoil, the team pressed on, driven by a sense of duty to their world. They understood the risks. The mission could either restore a semblance of stability or irrevocably damage the fabric of reality. But the alternative was to live in a world forever torn between countless conflicting realities. A world where truth and identity were lost in a maze of what-ifs. On the eve of the mission, the facility was a fortress under siege, surrounded by both protectors and protesters. Inside, the team made their final preparations, checking and rechecking their calculations, ensuring every variable was accounted for. They knew that the fate of their civilization, perhaps the very nature of their reality, rested on the success of their endeavor. As the machine powered up, its core glowing with a fierce light, the team shared a moment of unity, a final acknowledgement of the journey they had undertaken. They were about to attempt the most significant and dangerous intervention in their history, a leap into the unknown with the hope of finding their way back to a reality they could call home. The atmosphere inside the Kronos Initiative facility was charged with tension as the momentous mission, dubbed The Undoing, commenced. The team, a blend of the bravest and brightest, 
initiated the sequence that would either mend their fractured reality or consign them to an even graver fate. As the machine, now more intricate and powerful than ever, thrummed to life, a deep resonant hum filled the air. Its core emitted pulsating waves of light, synchronized with the rhythmic beating of the energy it harnessed. The scientists, clad in specialized suits, manned their stations, their faces a mix of determination and apprehension. The procedure began with the careful injection of temporal coordinates, a complex pattern of times and events that needed to be reversed. The machine's advanced systems processed the data, calculating the intricate web of interventions required to unwind their altered history. As the first wave of temporal energy was released, reality itself began to tremble. Outside the facility, the sky shimmered with unnatural colors, a visual echo of the forces being unleashed. Time itself seemed to warp and bend, the air vibrating with the power of the machine. Inside the lab, the team watched in awe and fear as the machine reached its peak operation. The temporal energy surged to a crescendo, creating a vortex of light and sound that enveloped the facility. Reality around them became fluid, a torrent of images and sensations from a thousand possible histories swirling in a maelstrom of what was, what is, and what might have been. The universe, for a fleeting moment, was in a state of flux, every possible history existing simultaneously. People across the planet experienced a barrage of memories, not just their own, but those of their alternate selves in countless realities. It was as if every conceivable outcome of their existence played out in the span of seconds. Then as suddenly as it had begun, there was a blinding flash of light, a piercing sound that seemed to resonate across the very fabric of existence. The machine, having reached the climax of its function, emitted one final pulse of energy, a wave of pure, unbridled force that swept across the planet and beyond. And then, silence, the machine powered down, its lights dimming, its hum fading into stillness. The scientists, momentarily disoriented, slowly regained their senses. They looked around, trying to discern the outcome of their unprecedented endeavor. Outside, the world was eerily quiet. The strange colors in the sky had vanished, replaced by the familiar hues of their atmosphere. The planet, their home, felt unchanged on the surface, but there was a sense that something fundamental had shifted. The team, cautiously optimistic, began the process of assessing the effects of the undoing. They needed to understand what reality they had returned to, whether their mission had been a success or if they had plunged their world into a deeper chaos. As they stepped out of the facility, they were greeted by a world that was at once familiar and utterly unknown. The undoing had reset their timeline, but the consequences of their action, the true extent of the change they had wrought, remained to be discovered. As the team from the Kronos Initiative emerged into the daylight, they were met with a sight that was both breathtaking and disorienting. The world around them was vibrant and teeming with life, a stark contrast to the bleak, dying planet they had left behind. The sun, now a brilliant, radiant sphere in the sky, bathed the landscape in a warm, golden light, its energy seemingly boundless. The scientists, 
still grappling with the aftermath of the undoing, took in their surroundings with a mixture of awe and confusion. The flora and fauna were similar, yet distinctly different from what they remembered. The air was fresher, the colours more vivid, and the sounds of nature more harmonious. It was as if they had awakened in a utopian version of their world. Initial jubilation at the sight of their rejuvenated sun and thriving planet gave way to a creeping realisation. As they began to explore and gather data, inconsistencies emerged. The geographical features, while similar, did not match their world's topography. The constellations in the sky were unfamiliar, arranged in patterns they had never seen before. Their technology, remarkably still operational after the tumultuous events, provided the startling confirmation. They were no longer in their own solar system. The planet they stood on, while eerily similar to their home, was in fact a different world orbiting a different sun in an entirely different part of the galaxy. The revelation was staggering. The Undoing, intended to reset their timeline and repair the fractures in their reality, had instead transported them across the cosmos to a new, unknown world. Their original planet, along with its dying sun and the ominous black hole, was still lost in the depths of space, likely swallowed by the gravitational moor of the black hole. The team, faced with this new reality, struggled to comprehend their situation. How had their final act of temporal manipulation resulted in such an unforeseen displacement? Was this an accidental byproduct, Or had the universe itself intervened in their desperate attempt to escape their fate? As they adjusted to the reality of their situation, they began to explore this new world. It was a planet that had never known the touch of their civilization, untouched by the trials and tribulations they had experienced. The environment was pristine, the ecosystems balanced, and the resources abundant. Despite the beauty and tranquility of their new home, a sense of loss pervaded the team. They mourned their original world, the history they had left behind, and the loved ones they would never see again. They were survivors of a civilization that no longer existed, castaways on a distant, alien shore. Yet in this loss there was also opportunity. They had a chance to start anew, to build a life on this unspoiled world. The knowledge and experiences they carried with them were invaluable assets. They had the technology, the skills, and the collective wisdom to create a thriving society, one that could learn from the mistakes of their past. As the sun set on their first day in this new world, the team gathered, looking up at the stars. They were at the dawn of a new era, an unexpected second chance granted by the unpredictable forces of time and space. The future was unwritten, a blank canvas awaiting their hand and in that uncertainty lay the promise of a new beginning. The survivors from the Kronos Initiative, finding themselves in an alien world, faced the monumental task of adapting to their new surroundings. They were not alone on this planet. It was inhabited by a civilization both similar and vastly different from their own. This civilization, while technologically less advanced, had developed a harmonious relationship with their environment, a balance their own society had long lost. Initial encounters with the inhabitants were cautious, 
marked by a blend of curiosity and apprehension on both sides. The survivors, with their advanced technology and knowledge, appeared as beings from another world to the natives. Communication barriers were gradually overcome through the use of technology and the shared universal language of mathematics and basic sciences. As mutual understanding grew, so did trust. The survivors, with their stories of a lost world and the perils of time manipulation, were welcomed into the community. The process of integration was slow but steady. The survivors learned the language and customs of their new neighbours, respecting their traditions and way of life. They shared their own knowledge, offering insights into advanced sciences and technologies, but were careful to adapt these teachings to the needs and values of the native civilization. One of the most profound exchanges was the survivors' knowledge of time travel. They recounted the tale of their world, the desperate attempts to change their fate and the dire consequences that followed. It was a story of ambition, hubris, and ultimately, wisdom born from failure. The natives listened with a mix of wonder and caution, absorbing the lessons of a civilization that had reached for the stars only to fall. A solemn vow was made by the survivors. The technology of time travel, while still within their capability to reconstruct, would never be used again. They had learned the hard lessons of their past, that tampering with the fundamental laws of the universe could lead to unforeseen and often catastrophic consequences. This knowledge was passed on not as a blueprint for future use, but as a cautionary tale of limits that should not be crossed. As days turned into months, the survivors established their place in this new society. They contributed to advancements in medicine, engineering and environmental management, always mindful of the delicate balance between progress and preservation. In turn, they embraced the wisdom of the natives, learning to live in harmony with the world around them, a concept their own civilization had forgotten long ago. The blending of the two societies was not without challenges. Differences in beliefs, values and worldviews led to debates and disagreements. However, these were approached with a spirit of mutual respect and the understanding that diversity of thought was a strength, not a weakness. In this new world, the survivors found a second chance, not just for themselves, but in the ideals they carried. They had been given an opportunity to rewrite their story, not through the manipulation of time, but through the choices they made in the present. They forged a new identity, one that carried the legacy of their lost world, but was firmly rooted in the reality of their new home. In the aftermath of their resettlement and the integration with the new civilization, the survivors from the Kronos Initiative encountered an unforeseen and persistent phenomenon. The remnants of their fractured timelines continued to manifest in their lives. These manifestations, which they termed echoes, were experienced as sudden, vivid flashbacks to the realities that had been erased or altered through their time interventions. The echoes were more than mere memories. They were intense, sensory-rich experiences that momentarily transported individuals back to moments from the various timelines they had traversed. A person might be walking through the marketplace, only to be suddenly overwhelmed by a vision of a bustling, technologically advanced city that no longer existed 
or of a conversation with a loved one who was never born in this timeline. These echoes varied in intensity and frequency among the survivors, but they shared a common trait. They were disorienting, often leaving individuals feeling as though they were straddling multiple worlds. Some echoes were bittersweet, offering glimpses of happy moments in timelines where tragedies were averted. Others were haunting, reminders of paths that led to sorrow or disaster. Psychologists and researchers among the survivors sought to understand and manage these echoes. They theorized that the phenomenon was a result of their consciousness having experienced multiple realities, leaving an indelible imprint on their minds. The echoes were, in a sense, scars from their journey through time, a tangible consequence of their tampering with the fabric of reality. As the survivors learned to live with these echoes, they became a part of their daily life, a unique aspect of their identity. They found solace in sharing their experiences with each other, forming support groups where they could discuss their echoes and the emotions they evoked. These sessions were cathartic, helping them to process the complex tapestry of their pasts. The native inhabitants of the planet, while unable to directly relate to the phenomenon, showed empathy and support. They listened to the stories and experiences shared by the survivors, learning from the profound insights these echoes provided into the nature of time, reality, and the human experience. For the younger generation, born after the resettlement, the echoes were stories from a distant past, a history they would never fully know, but would always be a part of. They grew up with an awareness of the malleable nature of reality and the importance of respecting the laws of the universe. Several months into their settlement on the new planet, a startling revelation came to light, one that would once again upend the lives of the survivors from the Kronos Initiative. The discovery was made by one of the survivors, a scientist who had been a key member of the Time Travel Project. While researching the planet's history and technology in an effort to better integrate their knowledge, the scientists stumbled upon an anomaly that hinted at something extraordinary. Deep within the archives of the planet's oldest library, hidden in cryptic texts and ancient manuscripts, were references to experiments and theories strikingly similar to those of time travel. These documents, though primitive compared to the advanced science of the survivors, revealed that this civilization had not only conceptualized time travel, but had made significant strides in its pursuit. Further investigation led the scientists to a secluded facility, far from the main cities, guarded by secrecy and the natural wilderness surrounding it. Here they discovered the undeniable truth. This planet's civilization had developed its own version of time technology, albeit less advanced and more theoretical than the Kronos Initiatives. The revelation was profound. The survivors' arrival on this planet was not a random consequence of the undoing. It had been orchestrated. This civilization, having monitored the deteriorating state of the survivors' world and their experiments with time, had manipulated events to bring them here. They had seen in the survivors not just refugees from a dying world, but bearers of knowledge and technology that could leapfrog their own understanding of time and space. The motives for this manipulation were complex. This civilization, while living in harmony with their environment, had always looked to the stars 
and pondered the mysteries of the universe. The chance to learn from a people who had mastered time travel was an opportunity they could not ignore. They had carefully calculated the time and place of the survivors' emergence, ensuring their safe arrival and integration. When this hidden truth came to light, it sent shockwaves through the survivor community. Some felt violated, used as pawns in a larger game they did not understand. Others saw it as a fortuitous twist of fate, a chance encounter that had saved them from certain doom. The leaders of the native civilization, confronted with the discovery, admitted their actions. They spoke of their intentions not as a deception, but as a rescue. A hand extended across time to save a dying civilization. They expressed a deep respect for the survivors and a desire to share knowledge and wisdom for the betterment of both worlds. The revelation forced the survivors to reassess their place on this planet. They were no longer just refugees. They were guests, brought here by a civilization that had watched their struggle and reached out across the vastness of space and time. It was a humbling realization that their journey, which they had believed to be driven by their own desperation, had been part of a larger tapestry woven by the hands of another time-traveling civilization. This new understanding brought about a renaissance in the relationship between the two civilizations. The survivors, with their advanced knowledge of time travel, became revered advisors, helping to guide the native civilization in their own temporal experiments, albeit with a newfound caution and respect for the dangers involved. The revelation of the native civilization's involvement in the survivors' arrival marked a turning point in the relationship between the two societies. It paved the way for a deeper, more collaborative partnership, leading to the formation of an alliance that would reshape their joint future. This alliance was founded on a mutual understanding of the power and dangers of time travel and a shared desire to explore its possibilities responsibly. Central to this new alliance was the agreement to share technology and knowledge but with stringent controls in place to avoid the mistakes that had led to the near destruction of the survivors' original world. Both civilizations recognized the need for a cautious approach to harnessing the powers of time, having seen firsthand the consequences of reckless manipulation. The survivors, with their advanced understanding of time travel technology, took on the role of mentors. They worked closely with the native scientists helping them refine their theories and improve their technological capabilities. This exchange was not one-sided. The natives' unique perspectives and novel approaches to temporal science provided fresh insights that the survivors had not considered. Together they established a joint research facility, a symbol of their alliance and a hub of scientific exchange. This facility was designed to be a place of learning and innovation, equipped with state-of-the-art technology from both civilizations. It was staffed by the best minds from both worlds, working in tandem to unlock the mysteries of time. The Alliance also established a governing body, responsible for overseeing all research and experiments related to time travel. This council was made up of leaders and experts from both societies, ensuring that decisions were made collaboratively and with a balanced view of the risks and benefits. The Council's primary mandate was to ensure that any exploration of time travel was conducted ethically and safely. 
with strict adherence to guidelines designed to prevent any adverse impact on the fabric of reality. Educational programs were initiated, aimed at fostering a deeper understanding of time travel among the general population of both civilizations. These programs focused not just on the science behind it, but also on the historical lessons learned from its use. The goal was to cultivate a society-wide respect for the power of temporal manipulation and to ensure that future generations would remember the past's hard-learned lessons. Cultural exchanges became commonplace, with members of both civilizations visiting each other's communities, sharing in each other's traditions and learning from each other's way of life. This interaction strengthened the bonds between the two societies, creating a shared culture that was a blend of both worlds. The alliance, however, was not without its challenges. There were factions within both civilizations that viewed this partnership with skepticism, fearing the loss of their cultural identity or the potential for a new catastrophe born of this collaboration. These concerns were addressed through open dialogue and inclusive policies, ensuring that the alliance was representative of all viewpoints. The burgeoning alliance between the two civilizations, founded on a shared commitment to responsible exploration of time travel, was soon confronted with a revelation that would dramatically expand the scope of their mission. During a joint research venture, where they searched deeper into the mysteries of temporal science, they made a startling discovery about the black hole that had threatened the survivors' original world. Advanced observational techniques, combined with a deeper understanding of temporal anomalies, revealed that the black hole was not a natural occurrence, as previously believed. Instead, it was a catastrophic byproduct of an experiment with time conducted by a distant, unknown civilization. This civilization, in their manipulation of time, had inadvertently created a ripple effect that extended far beyond their own space-time, culminating in the formation of the black hole. This revelation was profound and alarming. It suggested that the universe was populated by multiple civilizations, each with varying degrees of understanding and capability in time travel, and each potentially causing unintended consequences on a cosmic scale. The survivors' own experiences with time manipulation were not an isolated incident but part of a larger, more complex tapestry of interstellar interventions. The Alliance quickly recognized the gravity of this situation. The unregulated tampering with time by various civilizations posed not just a local threat, but a universal one. The potential for these interventions to cascade into a chain reaction that could unravel the very fabric of the universe was a risk too great to ignore. Confronted with this new challenge, the Alliance pivoted its focus. Their mission expanded from exploration and mutual advancement to a galactic responsibility, to locate these other civilizations and bring about a collective understanding of the dangers of time manipulation. They aimed to establish a universal accord, a set of principles and guidelines to govern the use of time technology, to prevent any civilization from inadvertently causing widespread destruction. The task was daunting. It required not only the identification of these civilizations, but also diplomatic engagement with cultures and beings completely unknown to them. 
the Alliance began to invest in the development of deep space exploration technology and interstellar communication systems. They combined their scientific knowledge and resources to build probes and emissaries capable of traversing the vast distances of space, equipped with messages explaining their mission and inviting cooperation. Meanwhile, the Alliance worked on strengthening and refining their understanding of temporal science. They developed sophisticated monitoring systems to detect and analyze anomalies in the space-time continuum, indicators of potential time travel activities by other civilizations. As they embarked on this monumental task, the Alliance also had to navigate the complexities of their own internal dynamics. They needed to maintain unity and focus within their diverse cultures, ensuring that the urgency of their mission did not lead to divisions or conflicts among themselves. The survivors, once isolated in their struggle against the dying of their son and the chaos of fractured realities, found themselves at the forefront of a universal endeavor. They had gone from victims of their own technological hubris to ambassadors for a cause that spanned the cosmos. As the Alliance ventured forth into the unknown, they carried with them the lessons of their past and the hope for a future where the wonders of time travel could be explored without fear of unraveling the very essence of existence. Their mission was clear, to unite the galaxy in a shared understanding of time's power and its perils, and to safeguard the continuum for generations to come. This was their legacy, a quest born from the echoes of altered pasts, reaching out into the endless possibilities of tomorrow.